Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. So, you know, people right now, some people would describe this year as being challenging, um, to say the least, in, in different areas. And, you know, when you need to sometimes get things to work, you got to unplug it, mm -hmm. you know, and you got to reboot it. Well, to me, I mean, I know I'm biased, but to me, meditation is, like you just said, the ultimate reset. Because I can have a million things going on. I have a two-year-old son. I'm running a company. Mm. We're, we're all in the middle of this pandemic. I'm going through a huge life transition. I have a sick family member. So there's no shortage of things to yeah. be stressed about. There's no shortage of tabs open in our brains. And there's always a reason to not meditate. Right, you can always find, well, I've got eight more emails to answer. I've got, you know, six more grocery things to do. There's always a reason to not meditate. And yet, if you do it, if you take that time to reset, to invest in yourself and invest that time, you end up getting a return on that investment. Yeah. You end up having more time in your day. You end up feeling better. Your sleep is more productive. You feel fresher and like you've actually gone in and closed all those tabs on your brain. So it, it quite literally, it's not just a mental reset. It actually over time's, time ends up being a physiological reset. How do you mean? Because it, the meditation in the beginning will create neurochemistry. So it'll get rid of the stress chemistry, which is adrenaline and cortisol, stress hormones, but it'll start to produce dopamine and serotonin, which are bliss hormones. Mm -hmm. So you start to feel better in the meditation, which is nice, but if the point was just to feel good during the session, you could do any number of drugs, right? So, but the cool thing with meditation is that that bliss chemistry starts to stay with you throughout the rest of your day. So you feel better in your life, not just in the meditation. But here's the really cool part. Yes, meditation is gonna be a reset for your day, but over time, as you keep a daily practice, it, it can become a reset for your whole life and even your whole body. Because over time, it changes the physiology of your brain and your your body. You can increase the size of your hippocampus by up to 17% with meditation. Wow. You strengthen something called the corpus callosum, which I'm sure your folks know about. It's the bridge between the right and left hemispheres of the brain. And you're increasing neuroplasticity. So it's, it's like you're not just feeling good. It's not a bubble bath for your brain. You're changing the structure of your cells. You're healing yourself on a cellular level. So in addition to all the brain changes, this stress that gets stored in our cellular, and now we even know in our epigenetic memory, this stuff can start to come up and out. So you can actually heal not only stuff from your life, but the stuff you've inherited from previous generations. Like uh, like a retro reset, kind of? Yes. Not, not even in the moment, but historic? Yes, so, and this has been proven on animals up to seven generations. It's been studied on humans only up to two generations of, of trauma. Um, but you know, we know that when we're in utero, everything that happens to our mother is making, it's like a postcard from the outside to the baby. And so if mothers are under extreme stress, that can impact the baby. It's like you're setting the blueprint for that human's health. Mm -hmm. now, the good news here is that it's just a blueprint. It doesn't mean that it's set in stone. Because epigenetics are mutable, they're changeable, every time we meditate, exercise, read a book, 
go outside, eat nourishing foods, you know, all mm -hmm. the things you're talking about in this whole program, we're flipping on these epigenetic markers. It's like we're, the epigenetics are the on and off switch to our genetic code. And so every time we take a healthy action, it's turning on the healthy gene expressions. Every time we take an unhealthy action, it's turning on the unhealthy gene expressions. So this is good news because no matter what blueprint we inherited from our parents or our parents' parents, it means that we can get our hands on the wheel of our life. And now we've collectively gone through a lot of trauma as a species this year, a lot of changes of expectation. And so I think that we have an opportunity right now to really take on more trauma, build the armor stronger, build the calluses around our heart deeper, or we can use this as a time to truly reset, to get still, to go inside, to feel the feelings that are coming up and use this as an opportunity to take off the armor around our heart, to take off the calluses, to make ourselves more vulnerable, to feel all these feelings so that we can heal them. Wow, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I, like you can literally see zoom in. It's like I, I pump truth bumps. <laughs> you know, I, I talk about this quote in my book uh, from a French philosopher saying life is the C between B and D. And B is birth, D is death, C, life, choice. Mm -hmm. You know, that these difficult times can define us, they could diminish us, they could destroy us, they could, they could or they could they could develop us. Yeah. We we decide. And those choices you're talking about that affect our epigenetics and how it expresses ourselves. We have we, we always have those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we even have a choice on like the questions that we're asking because mm. we could be asking the question, why is this happening to me? Mm. Why is my industry going away? Why did I get fired from my job? Why is this pandemic happening to me? We can mm -hmm. personalize this thing that's happening globally, right. getting in victim mode. And then it's very hard to get out of that fight or flight. Why is this happening to me? And if you just switch one little word, why is this happening for me? Mm. Why is this happening for me? If I assume that everything is happening for my evolution, for my highest good, to usher me into the most amazing person of who I'm capable of being, yeah. why is this happening for me? And you know, the brain doesn't like an open loop. So if you ask terrible questions, you're gonna get terrible answers. Yeah. If you ask better questions, you're gonna get better answers. Why is this happening for me? And then your brain starts looking for all the lessons, all the potential miracles, all of the insights, and that will change your whole life. Yeah, when we change our focus for things, you know, everything changes. And that part of our brain, that, that reticular activating system, the power of questions are often, you know, questions are the answer in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people are conscious of the questions sometimes that they're asking themselves. Mm -hmm. But why, you know, how is this, how is this here to help me to evolve to that next, you know, version of myself that I'm destined, that I'm supposed to be, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or where's the gift in this? Yeah, that's such you know, a good one. Where's what, the gift what, in this? Or gets curiosity is like, what can I learn, you mm -hmm. know, from, from the situation? Yeah, what, what is this here to teach me? Mm -hmm. And I love that you talk about the reticular activating system because it's so much of what I teach actually in the yeah. book around manifesting. So, you know, the Ziva technique is the mindfulness, the meditation, and the manifesting. And I was so thrilled when I had you on, on my show and you yeah. started talking about reticular activating system. So I was like, yes, this is the filtration system. And I think that some people don't understand that 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 you talk about can be so easily applied to manifesting. Mm -hmm. And manifesting is simply consciously creating a life you love, right? It's yeah. you getting intentional about what you want your life to look like. But if you never take the time to set the direction on your GPS, it's very hard for nature to give you the directions, right? You turn left, turn right. It's like, well, where? Where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. um, and or so, it might be defaulted towards something you don't want because of those questions or something else. Or you get on everyone else's questions of like, isn't this awful and this sucks and yeah. it, this is so horrible and then you're on someone else's stress train. Or, or you're not standing guard to your mind and you're just watching everything that's threatening and fearful and dark and you get yeah. you steer towards that. Right, because that's what the reticular activating system will do if left to its own devices, mm -hmm. will just protect you from all the life-threatening situations. And this is why I find that the combination of meditation and manifesting is so much more powerful than either one alone. Because if you meditate, you get out of fight or flight, you get rid of some of that stress chemistry in the brain, the reticular activating system no longer has to just look for, well, who's out to get me? 
mm. right? You feel safe inside your body, in your surroundings, and then you can start to ask, well, what's my dream? What would I love? Right? What is this here to teach me? Why is this happening for me? And then that, the brain starts filtering in for all of those answers. And that, like you said, can change your whole life. It really can reset your whole life. I mean, I'm biased, but I think really yeah. the best thing to do is to start a meditation practice, mm -hmm. like learn a technique like you did, like you and I did four days together. Right. It was two hours a day for four days. I have an online course that's just, it's 15 minutes a day for 15 days. So I'm biased. Mm -hmm. so I say, know that meditation is a skill that it does take training, that there are different techniques that will do different things for your body. Yeah. Um, but that's, an, it's a time commitment. It's an investment to start yeah. a course. But and, something and, people could do. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's, it's interesting because people comment when I, when I mention I don't miss a day and I do it twice a day. It, it really, I don't feel like for me it's willpower. It's because I'm getting such great benefit from yes. it and I'm aware that I'm getting benefit from it. And I can't imagine, like I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't do it because life is just harder. Yes. You know, and it takes more time and I'm not as efficient or productive and I don't feel peace. You know, and so I feel like it's even for people who are quote unquote lazy, it's it's if you don't have 20 minutes, you really need to be doing this more. more right? Yes. Thank you so much for saying that, because people understand how busy you are. You know, yeah. you're so prolific mm -hmm. in your creation and how much that you share with all of us. And so people know that you have a very full life. Mm -hmm. And so for you to say, well, I if I don't meditate, I don't feel as good. I'm not yeah. as productive. I'm at a disadvantage, I feel like. Yes. Like yeah. not meditating puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah. When people start to understand that one piece, we will stop. We'll take meditation out of the like bubble bath for your brain category, right. right? It's not a luxury. We really have to start to see that this is the most important piece of mental hygiene that we need to be practicing every day. And it makes everything better, yeah. right? Like you get so much, everything is more fun when you do it. Um, so that's that, but that's a, you know, it's a 15 day process, but I'd love to give folks some like easy fun mm -hmm. things they can do to really feel okay. better in the now yeah. and really reset their day. So the first one is a little, it might seem a little unexpected for a meditation teacher, okay. but it's a one minute rant. So I recommend you Ooh. set a timer on your phone um, and just one minute and then press start and just let it rip. Just all the stuff you've been holding inside. I hate this and this sucks and this person is the worst and why did this happen to me? And Emily told me to say, why did it happen for me? But this is happening to me. And just be like as melodramatic and as nasty as you wanna be. Just let it rip, just cathart it all out. I love that word cathart. I think I made it up. Okay. <laughs> Cause it kind of sounds like fart. We're just like cathart, cathart, right. cathart. And then ding. And then just notice, right? One minute of raging or crying or whatever came up for you. And then one minute dance party. Let's celebrate. Yeah, well, your favorite song. Beyonce is a good place to start if you don't have a favorite song. Um, you know, oh, 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 Justin Timberlake, mm -hmm. Happy. You know, I think these are all really good songs. One minute, just let your freak flag fly. Just get ding-dongy, you know, just get yourself get silly in your house. No one's watching and then see how you feel after two minutes of your day. One minute rant, one minute dance party, and then that would be a really great way to set yourself up for your Ziva meditation practice. Yeah, I would I, uh, imagine doing <laughs> that. Feel would, good. would people do that each day? Or yeah, it... I mean, I say yes, why not? Yeah. Or you didn't, I mean, you could do it as a morning practice, but you could right. also do it as like, I'm freaking out, I wanna yell oh, at yeah, my I kids, I wanna yell at my husband, I'm feeling testy with my coworkers. Right. Let me take two minutes. Turn off your Zoom screen, yeah. mute your microphone, two minutes. No one's gonna even know you're gone from the Zoom call. And then come back and see yeah. how you feel. And no one's listening to you do this. You're just doing it. I mean, hopefully it should be as private as possible. Yeah, okay. As private as possible. I, I once tried that. to do it when my like live streaming to 4,000 people and I didn't uh. mute myself and I was just doing my rant <laughs> out loud. <laughs> First of all, everyone was very distracted. They were like, I couldn't do mine because I was listening to yours. And also, now we know your business, lady. <laughs> so I would recommend private. <laughs> I love this.
This is yeah. an incredible reset, not just for your mind and your emotions, but just, it sounds like also just for, for your spirit. Yes. You know, people feel heavy, like they're carrying a lot of, of weight in their mind. Yeah. And sometimes that weight is not all, it's not for all of us, you know, to carry. And sometimes it's not even ours. Like sometimes yeah. we might be feeling good, but we might be responding to the collective stress yeah. that's happening. And so sometimes we just need to release other people's stuff. Oftentimes when I'm meditating, I'm meditating now every day, twice a day for 12 years. Wow. And I, I feel pretty good most days, but sometimes I see my meditation not even as something selfish for me, but as an act of service that I'm just helping to launder the collective consciousness. Yeah. And so if you're like, oh, I'm good, meditate anyway, right? There's yeah. plenty of stress out there that we can help to eradicate. And you were saying also with our social networks, the people that we're spending time with, they, they notice a difference also. Yes. You know, your kids feel a difference, your, your friends feel a difference, your family, the people you're spending time with and giving them that permission also. Yeah, and kids especially. So I've been working for the past two years on something that I'm really excited about. It's, um, it's I hope it's gonna be the, kid, the best kids meditation training on the planet. Okay. Um, and it's called Ziva Kids, but it's the thing I really want parents to know is that if they are stressed, their kids will feel that. There was a study out of Yale that, that had kids that were dealing with trauma and they actually didn't even treat the kids. They only treated the parents. The parents went to therapy and the children's mm. stress level decreased precipitously. And they didn't even treat the child. They only treated the parent. So, you know, sometimes we think that we could be stressed in a vacuum that, oh, well, I'll just be the martyr or I'll just suffer alone. But there's no way that your stress is not negatively impacting the people around you. And so it might feel selfish to take a few minutes to yourself to do this rant and this dance party yeah. or to take, you know, 15, 20 minutes and do the whole Ziva meditation practice. It is the least selfish thing that you could do because Again, as you heal yourself, you heal the collective, but also your kids want you happy. Your yeah. partner wants you happy. Your coworkers want you smart. Yeah. Nobody wants you suffering in silence, right? Because right? they can feel it. It costs them something. And, and if you think about it, we actually do a quick exercise right now. Just think about the person in your life who stresses you out the most. Mm. You don't have to say it out loud. It can be private. But my guess is that what all of our people have in common is that they're in some way not self-sufficient. Right? They're a day late, a dollar short, they're always sick or angry or not present or always mm -hmm. stressed. Right? And if you think about your favorite person, it doesn't have to be your love of your life, but like if you're going to throw a dinner party, who's right. the first person you would invite? Right. I mean, besides me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely on the list. Um, yeah. So the person who just makes you feel amazing, that's yeah. so present, that always comes with something to contribute, that always has time to listen. And so what these people have in common is that they are self-sufficient. They yeah. know how to handle their own stress. They know how to tap in to their own intuition and make you, and they have something to give. They're generous of their time mm -hmm. and spirit. And it's very hard to do that if you're chronically stressed. So it's like we, we, we clean our own house first. It's like we wipe, the we wipe the stress off of our lens of perception and everything in our life changes. I don't even know what to say after that. That's amazing because I feel like that there is that that version of ourself that's that's that sometimes it's it's buried under other people's expectations, their burdens, their their opinions, their you know all of that. And sometimes we just have to show up for ourselves each day until we get to meet that better version of ourselves. Mm. You know, to to we're introduced. Yes. You know, and so everyone here they're chatting here and they're commenting. Is there a question you have for everybody who's watching? Mm. A question I have for everyone. Yeah, like mm -hmm. some whether. Yes, I do have a question. So it's, it's really simple and very, very powerful, but it's actually what I teach in the book and in Ziva Online when we get to the manifesting portion after you're meditating. So just imagine going to the most centered, deepest place of you, the happiest place of you, the most grounded place inside of you right now and ask the question, what would I love right now? Hmm. What would I love right now? 
And the beautiful thing about this question is when you say, what would I love? It puts you into spirit. It puts you into possibility. What would I love right now? It puts you into present moment awareness. Not what do I want? Not what do I need? Not what do I think I should have, which is all expectation, lack. Separation. What would I love? Possibility, spirit. What would I love now? And the beautiful thing is that's going to be different for everyone. Someone's going to love to have a house or a partner. Someone's going to love to spend time with their kids. Someone would love to feel, to forgive their ex-husband or ex-wife. Mm -hmm. And so it's unique to all of us. So there's no competition, right? So we can really tap in. We can really get honest. And I think that bravely sharing it in the comments, it's like you're already bringing that thing into fruition. You're mm -hmm. bringing it into the manifest. And we can all help energetically support you if you're brave enough to listen and to share it. And I think that's, that's a big part of a reset, you know, not only having resources to reboot, but also having a compelling, you know, vision for what you, what, what is, you know, what you love, you know, to yeah. create, manifest. Yeah, there's a quote that everything has been created twice, first in thought and second in reality. So anything you see, a chair, a house, a company, yeah. a book, you, know, you have to think the words in your book before you wrote them. You have to conceptualize the book before it becomes manifest. And that's what yeah. we're doing right now. What would I love right now? And then and they're walking, you know, creators, you know, of this, like they're here because they're on a path. They're not watching this by accident. Yeah. It's not, it's not a coincidence that you're watching this right now. No, that's not, right. Not at all. <laughs> Emily, amazing as always. How can people find out more? So the best place to go is zivameditation.com, which mm -hmm. is Z-I-V-A, which is a Sanskrit word that means bliss. So mm. zivameditation.com, and you can find everything there. The book is there. We have that beautiful online training, mm -hmm. and, and the kids' course is coming soon, yes. which I'm so excited about. We've developed a whole puppet um, with the folks from Sesame Street, oh, and we've been amazing. working with child psychologists from Harvard, and I just know how much intensity kids are dealing with right now, yeah. and I'm so excited to get this into their hands. Yeah, congratulations on that, and thank you for doing that also. Highly yeah. recommend it all. And so everyone, stay tuned because um, we will be back. And uh, thanks again, Emily. My pleasure. Bye, friends. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power, it's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K 
on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.